DW Learning by Ear. Listen up, shape your future. Hello and welcome to the second episode of Crime Fighters Dirty Deals, a DW radio drama on the hidden dangers of corruption. We are accompanying Zeta, a 22-year-old law student in the African town of Bazingo. In the previous episode, Zeta's family and neighbors lost their homes in a fire. The fire brigade came but couldn't get their truck through to battle the fire. Illegal constructions like makeshift kiosks were blocking access. Zita's parents, Bamju and Chiriku, are now in an emergency shelter at Bazingo High School. They are devastated and assume no one will compensate them for their loss. But Zita has had an idea. She's decided to pay someone a visit. What's she up to? This episode is called The Price of Negligence. We start at the office of Kungu, the landlord of the building where Zita's family were living. He's about to call a businessman known as Rich Richie. Let's listen in. Well, let's see if he answers the phone this time. Richie speaking. Hello? Richie, it's me, Kungu. You haven't been answering my texts or calls. Give me a second. I need to take your call in private. Let me just close the door. Yeah, so Kungu, you're the unlucky landlord who's been hit by the fire disaster. I'm sorry to hear about that, but what can I do for you? Listen, Richie, I'm pretty worried about what happened. The tenants are furious that the emergency services came, but weren't able to help. Ah, and where do I come in? I don't work for the fire department. No, you don't. But you're the one who sold me that piece of land and oversaw the construction of my properties on it. So? That was a done deal, Kungu. I'm just a businessman. I had nothing to do with the fire. If you have any complaints, you need to take them up with the relevant authorities. But Richie, my tenants are homeless now because of the fire. What do I tell them? I don't know and I don't care. Okay, listen. Your properties were insured, right? No, they weren't. Because the insurance companies need official documents to prove that I'm the owner. Ah, forget about them. You've been making good money, right? So you must have some savings somewhere. And remember, Rich Richie Business Consultancy is always ready to do renovations for you at a reasonable cost. What about my title deed for the piece of land? When am I getting it? It's been five years and I'm still waiting. Who's knocking? Just a minute. Sorry about that, Richie. There's someone outside my office. So, you haven't answered my question. Damn it! Don't you understand English? I said, wait a minute. Can't you see I'm on the phone? Apologies for the intrusion, Mr. Kungu, but this can't wait. Oh, really? Go on then, take a seat. Let me wind up with this call. Um, Richie, I have a lady visitor who refuses to wait even for one minute. I'll have to call you later. Fine with me. All right, young lady, you have my full attention. Good, because you'll need to be very attentive to what I have to say. Okay. Do you mind getting straight to the point? My name's Zita. Zita Bamju. I'm the daughter of one of your tenants who lost everything he had in the fire. fire? Oh boy. I've had literally hundreds of text messages, phone calls and emails about this. Listen. 
I'm here to inform you that the fire was partly the result of your negligence. Excuse me? What did you just say? I said that the fire was... Yes, I heard you. You must be out of your mind to think I had anything to do with that fire. You know that's a very serious allegation, young lady. First, I'd appreciate it if you stopped referring to me as young lady. We're not in medieval Britain. <laughs> Secondly, I know exactly what I'm talking about. I'm a fourth-year law student. The flats you rent out have no emergency access. That's why the fire was so devastating. If the firefighters had been able to access the building, they could have prevented the fire from spreading the way it did and the losses wouldn't have been anything like as great. In short, your building was in breach of our country's planning and construction laws. What did you say your name was again? Zita Bamju. All right. Zita Bamju. Look, here's 20,000. Take it as compensation for what you lost in the fire. Next! Enjoy your meal. Thank you. Here you go. Thank you. Bamju, how long are we going to live like this? I'm already fed up with sleeping on the floor and eating this tasteless soup. And it's only been one day. I don't know, Chiriku. But we need to keep the faith. There are people here in the emergency shelter whose relatives are still in hospital with serious burns. Yeah, that's true. And what about our daughter? Zita? Oh, I think she's dealing better with the tragedy than we are. I don't mean how she's coping with the fire. I meant her relationship with Kapaka. What about it? We've never spoken about him. Do you approve of him as a future son-in-law? I don't think this is either the time or the place for such a conversation, Chiriku. Whether we like it or not, Zita is a mature woman now. And the two of them seem very much in love. Oh, great. Now the charming Kapaka, my daughter's fiancé, has my wife under his spell too. Stop overreacting, Bamju. You need to accept the fact that sooner or later your daughter will be Kapaka's wife. Who says I haven't accepted it? I just told you this isn't the time or place to discuss the subject. Talking of Zita, did she tell you who she was going to see? No, she didn't. But whoever it is, I wouldn't like to be in their shoes. She was in full lawyer mode when she set off. That's our daughter. Always fighting for justice. So good to see you, Kapaka. Thanks for coming straight away. I just had to share this information with you. I can't believe it, Zita. Your landlord offered you 20,000 cash after you confronted him with the legal implications of the fire? Yes, exactly. He didn't even think twice. Not even to say, I'll get back to you after I've spoken to my lawyers. So, technically, he's accepted liability. And since he offered you money, he must have something to hide. That's what it seems like to me, Kapaka. No matter how you look at this, he doesn't come out of it well. He built a residential property with no emergency access. We've been living in a disaster that was waiting to happen. And where's the money he offered you? I beg your pardon? Kapaka, are you kidding? 
Of course I'm kidding. How could you ever take the cash? You are top of our law class and you've built your reputation on honesty. That's why I love you and why I want us to be a legal team. Kapaka, I think there's more to this fire disaster than meets the eye. Really? What are you hinting at? We've still heard nothing from Mayor Rachel. Why not? And how did our landlord Kungu manage to build his residential property in the first place without the city urban planners stopping him? They must have realized something was wrong. Why didn't they intervene? Do you think he paid them to keep quiet? Who knows? Probably. If there were some financial advantages for him to... Less security for tenants, more money for himself. <laughs> you have such a brilliant mind, Zita. I'm so lucky to have you. Do you want another coffee? Oh, I'm fine, thanks. Did you hear what I just said? Yeah, I did. You suspect the city planners of colluding with Kungu to build houses without following the correct procedures on housing safety. Wow. Spoken like a real lawyer. Come to think of it, I will have another cup of coffee. That's all for this second episode of Dirty Deals, a crime fighter's story on corruption. The stakes are getting higher for Zeta, but does she have what it takes to confront the city council over these serious allegations? Her relationship with Kapaka seems smooth on the surface, but is that the case underneath? We'll find out in the next episode. If you'd like to listen to this one again, check out our Facebook page, DW Africa, or visit our website, dw.com slash crimefighters. For now, it's goodbye from us.